Welcome to series 2, episode 5. The Christian life is very much about depth. Spending time with God, getting to know Him, expressing our thoughts and hearing His whisper in our hearts. Spending time with God is so vital, so important for the Christian life. We need His truth, and we need His truth daily. Without this, we'll be weak, vulnerable and disappointed. In these podcasts, I just want to encourage you. I want to encourage you to spend just a few moments confronted and comforted by God's word, his truth. Psalm 139 is a tremendous psalm, isn't it? It reminds us that God actively seeks us out. He knows us completely. He's never far away. And God's hand is there upon us to lead us and to strengthen and to support us. Today, sadly, we draw a close to our study of Psalm 139. It's been great, hasn't it? I want to really focus our thoughts on a a few phrases from verses 17 and 18. How weighty are your thoughts of me? I try to count them, but they're just too many. Those phrases, that verse, is very easy to miss. We've been thinking about God. We've been thinking about his close by and his hands upon us. But here, God's thoughts of us are mentioned. You are on God's mind. God thinks about you. You're in his thoughts. And these thoughts are weighty. That means precious, huge, of great value. When he sees you, when he thinks of you, he sees you as precious, valuable. The sum of them, or he counts them. The word there means to keep going. It's inexhaustible. You are constantly on God's mind because you are precious. And his thoughts are continual about you. That's remarkable. Let's dig deeper into this. There are three things about God's thoughts that are in these verses. And the first thing is God's thoughts are personal. He says, Your thoughts of me, you and me. This is personal. This is a personal relationship. God's focus is on you as an individual. Yes, he deals with the world. Yes, he deals with the church. But his focus is on you as a person. God wants to do mighty things. He wants to be close to you. You, personal. God knows about your life and your activities, your thoughts, your choices, your needs, your feelings. God knows you. To him, you're important and he knows everything about you. He comprehends you, he digs you, he cares for you. 1 Peter 5 and verse 7 says this, Cast all your anxieties upon him, for he cares for you. You're not a member of a crowd, you're not just a number, you're a unique object of his love. Second, God's thoughts are weighty. They're treasured. That's what the word weighty means. God's thoughts of you are weighty. God sees you as something of great value, of significance, of preciousness. You're a treasure of ultimate value. Now stop here. Let's think about that for a moment. God sees you as precious. You're of ultimate worth. We live in a world where people say we're not worth anything but you are worth everything to God. 
you're treasured and you're valuable. And God has you constantly on his mind. God's not far away. You are not out of his thoughts. God's there and God's with you. The third thing we see from these verses is indicated by the word count or more accurately sum. The sum of your thoughts. God's thoughts are immense. The word sum is an interesting word. It means not just lots, but it means to keep going. God's thoughts of you are unending, incalculable, unfathomable, unending. God's love and care and thoughts of you never cease. You are constantly on God's mind. That's remarkable. This is God's love and care and connection to you. How do we respond? Verses 23 and 24 tell us how to respond to the fact that God knows you, that God is here close by, and that God's dynamic in your life, and that God has you constantly on his mind. There are three responses here. The psalmist says, Lord, search me. Essentially, what, God, what the psalmist is saying is, God, okay, God, dig me even deeper. I'm an open book to you. There's no escape and no pretense. I'm precious to you. And so, God, just search me and reveal who I am. Know me. I'm an open book. There's no hiding. There's no escape from you. The word search is interesting. It's used in two ways in the original language. The first one was for a miner who, who dug into the ground. Uh, we said this before, haven't we? God digs you. Uh, and what the psalmist says, God, dig deeper, get to know me more. It's also used for an explorer who explores new land. And so what the psalmist is saying is, don't just dig me, God, but reveal new things. Show me new things. Find out new things on this great adventure with you. And so the first response is, God, I'm an open book. Just search me. Show me who I am. And then he says, try me. Test me. Find my true depth and strength. Again, the word try or test, it speaks about a furnace. It speaks about being pushed to the limit. God, don't just know me. Don't just discover new things about me. But God, push me to my limit. Bring out the best in me. And then thirdly, he says, Lord, lead me. Show me who I am. Bring out the best in me. But now, Lord, show me the way. Lead me. I've got a life ahead to live for you. I've got a life full of adventures. But I need you to walk with me. I need you to lead me by the hand. Lead me. Search me. Try me. I just want to finish mentioning Genesis 15 and verse 5. It's one of my favourite verses. It's one of my favourite stories. Abraham, the old patriarch there in Genesis, has had a tough time. Did God really care? Could keep God keep his promises? What was God up to? Did God even know that Abraham was here in a difficult state? And God speaks and he says, Abraham, step outside and look at the sky. Count the stars. I will give you offspring. Believe I am. 
look at the stars Abraham and believe I am. Don't look at yourself. Don't look at your own limitations and your restrictions and your distresses. God says, look at me and my promise. I'm there with you and I'm working with you. There's a very loose translation of this which I love. It says this, and with these words I'll finish this series. Walk before me, says the Lord, and I will give you big horizons. Amen.